our scriptures during Lent take us to the second halves of the gospel stories where Jesus is traveling towards Jerusalem. And this means that Jesus is traveling and risking more and more as he goes towards the heart of power. For he goes towards the heart of power to challenge that power and to change it. He goes up against narrow-mindedness. He goes up against greed. He goes up against all of the systems that keep people poor and violence. And he has been teaching that the first will be last and the last will be first. And some of those who have always been first come to Jesus and warn him. At that very hour, some Pharisees came to Jesus and said, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. Jesus said to them, Go and tell that fox, Listen. I am casting out demons and performing cures today and tomorrow, and on the third day I finish my work. Yet today, tomorrow, and the next day I must be on my way, because it is impossible for a prophet to be killed outside Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often... Have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing? See, your house is left to you. And I tell you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. We ask God now that you come to us and you speak to us the words that will transform us. You know our needs even before we know them ourselves. And so we trust and we will listen and we will hear. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength and our redeemer, amen. Today, Jesus weeps. He cries out in pain and sadness for the 50 people who were kneeling in prayer when evil descended and their lives were taken from them. He cries with the woman on the street in Christchurch who helped to save one life even as she watched another die. Jesus cries with a whole nation who thought that they were safe in New Zealand from that kind of terrorist attack. Jesus weeps for the whole human family. He cries out. How often, my children, have I desired to gather you as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, but you would not listen. 
Come to me, children. Come, gather near me. Let me deliver you from evil. We pray over and over, deliver us from evil, O God. And yet evil persists. No one knows this more than Jesus. Jesus has been busy out there where there is pain and broken bodies and narrow minds, and he's casting out demons and teaching about God's kingdom and performing cures and does not allow hunger or hate or killing. He is determined to confront violence at the seat of power in Jerusalem. And immediately he's met with violence. Evil right there. Herod wants to kill you. And he cries out. He longs to make it stop. And no one will listen. What does Jesus have to say that is so hard for us to hear? I think it's hard for us to hear that Jesus wants to defend us not as a lion or a bear, but as nothing more than a hen. Jesus is as the mother hen who longs to gather her chicks to come to the shelter of her wings when a storm is brewing or the wolf is threatening or the fox. The mother bird opens up her chest she leads with her heart. She spreads her wings to bring the young ones right to her breast. She will stand and face the storm for them. She will put her life in between them and danger, and she will die if necessary to save her children. She is vulnerable because that is how a mother is when her children are threatened. She loves them so much. So why not a bear? Why not a lion who will tear the other apart to save her children? It is because we are all her children. It is because she, with a capital S-H-E, is convinced that violence will never end violence, but only love. Only self-giving, sacrificial love will stop the violence and the cycle of killing. Yes, she will come as Jesus healing and gathering and teaching and feeding and calling out wrong. And she in he will not stop loving us until violence finally catches him, her. And then out of the violence, goodness will rise up more powerful to continue today and tomorrow and the next day to love even in the face of evil. She, the mother hen, has done this, will do this, and is doing it now. This week I saw the brood gather close 
to the heart of God. I saw the children answer her call. High school kids walked out of class on Wednesday. 13-year-olds. 13. Got on the metro and went to Jerusalem. And they sat for 17 minutes in silence for each of the children and adults killed at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. These were our kids. That is love. Love that stands up or sits down to the power that continues to allow gun violence in our culture. God is at work in them to deliver us from evil. On Friday, the brood gathered again, and they gathered from all over the world, 125 nations in 2,008 cities and towns and countrysides, Paris, Havana, Mexico City, Geneva, Pretoria, Montreal, Philadelphia, London, Prague, Kampala. Children came to the beating heart of love to stand up to Jerusalem and insist that world leaders take action on climate. And the one who started it all when she was 15, this girl with Asperger's syndrome, the most vulnerable, decided that she would take Fridays and just sit in front of parliament in Sweden doing her lessons there until leaders took action. And she inspired so many people. And to hear her speak is to hear the power of vulnerability. In 2078, I will celebrate my 75th birthday, she says. Maybe I will be there with my children and grandchildren. Maybe they will ask why you didn't do anything while there was still time to act. What you do or do not do right now will affect my entire life. God is at work in this brood of children to deliver us from evil. When I sat down to write this sermon, I could not get past how God did not deliver the people in those mosques from the evil that came upon them. And it was evil. Hatred and violence springing from the doctrine of white supremacy. How can we pray if God allows that kind of evil and suffering? And then I remembered my seminary professor who said, do not become paralyzed in the why but ask, where, where is God in this? Where is love happening? Where is life coming? How can we not pray or ask God to love us and help us love and work today and tomorrow and the next day to dismantle gun culture that is caught up with white supremacy. It's not all gun culture. 
My brother runs a hunting club in rural Illinois. But there is this white supremacy. How can we not pray for God to deliver us all, all, every nation, every religion, every race, every language? We must pray for God to help us know our neighbors and understand the fear that some experience in the midst of those who are different. And white people out there, we must own our privilege and give thanks for all that we have that we did not earn. We're blessed to be born in a rich nation. Maybe you were blessed to be born in a family that cared about you and loved you. Maybe you were blessed to be born in a safe place. That is a privilege. But with that privilege comes responsibility. As the students at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School know, their privilege is responsibility. We must own our privilege and give thanks Give thanks to God for what we have. Because gratitude staves off entitlement. And entitlement can turn us away from grace. And grace can turn us away from the other, from a lack of grace. My friends, how can we not pray, deliver us from evil? Another thing that may be hard to hear in this prayer is that it's about us. Jesus did not teach his disciples to pray, deliver me from evil deliver my family from evil, deliver those who are like me from evil, all the human family, haters and the hated, and all of us in between, only the love that embraces us all can deliver us from evil. Love calls her brood. Let us listen. Let us take hope in the young who are rising up by the hundreds of thousands all over the globe and see this as God answering our call, our cry, our prayer, deliver us from evil. This is the work of God delivering us. I know God hears our prayers. I know that we must keep on praying today and tomorrow and the next day, helping people, teaching people, practicing gratitude, 
praying, deliver us from hate. Deliver us from hating. Deliver us from willful ignorance. Deliver us from inaction. Deliver us from hopelessness. Deliver us from violence. Deliver us, O oh God, from evil. Save us, O oh God. You are the one who saves us in your goodness. So let us pray once again, as Christ has taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debtors, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever.